Hi everyone, welcome to Smart Zara. This episode, I'm going to be talking about toxic parents and, well, toxic relatives in general, but like dealing with particularly a toxic parent or a toxic relative because the characteristics are one of the same. Um, I'm going to be talking about my own experiences, um, characteristics that you could find in them, ways that I've dealt with it, and ways that you can deal with it. Um, so let's get right into it. Um, so let's start with the characteristics. Well, no, I'm going to start this off by giving a warning-ish. I don't want to sound ungrateful. Um, I don't want to sound like my parents are terrible people. They are not. Um, I just want to issue out there that they're like, I recognize that they are human and as I've gotten older, I've realized there's a lot of their own unsolved trauma that they project onto me that makes that tries to make me feel bad, but I've recognized these characteristics and I've recognized their own issues which help me stop taking these things personally. So basically, what I'm trying to say is I'm very grateful for what my parents have done for me and what they've sacrificed for me, but um, nonetheless, they have their ups and downs, which has greatly affected me. So I'm just putting that out there. Anyways, let's get right into the characteristics. There's about, I would say there's 13. I've researched a little, there's like a bunch, but these are like the ones that are like pretty straightforward that you could see. First one being, they don't see you as your own person. Like you are not autonomous like what they do you need to do like you need to agree with them what they don't like you don't you can't like like you know like things like that like whatever they say you need to agree with like whatever opinions they hold you have to hold um the next one is something i feel so strongly about like being against they discipline you discipline you for um your feelings so let me give you an example that i literally saw maybe two weeks ago i was at sugar bay which is a cafe here on long island and um it's a product it's like very popular in like the south asian community because it, it's like it's owned and operated by like by like a i think like a pakistani guy and anyways i was there and there was these grandparents and like um probably their kids who had kids and so basically their grandson i'm assuming um started crying and started almost throwing a tantrum it was not that bad um and the grandpa takes the baby and goes are you upset are you are you upset you're not allowed to be upset you can't do that i swear to god word for word he said that and my and I was just so pissed when I heard that. Like, literally, my heart rate shot up. because, And especially that he was saying that to a guy, because that just feeds into the whole culture that guys are not allowed to show their emotions. Because this kid is a toddler, basically. Like, you are... So you're basically setting this up for their whole life if you're, fe like, you're feeding into this whole narrative that guys can't show their emotions as a toddler. And not only does that feed into the male side of it but also feel feeds into this whole overall narrative that you are not allowed to show your emotions 
So that is just one example of it. Like they, they discipline you for your feelings. They, they yell at you. They, they make you feel bad for ever opening up or um, stuff like that. Um, compare you to other kids heavily. Um, they judge you much more than they will judge other people. They make you, oh God, I hate this one. Make you live their dreams. Oh my God. Again, very, 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 very popular narrative in the South Asian community. I've talked to so many people. We ask, we have the whole question. What do you want to do? Medicine. And I love that answer because I go, do you want to do that or do your parents want to do that? And from there, we get into this whole loophole where I go, what do you really want to do? What do you actually want to do? Um, so that's another characteristic because it's it's your life. It's not theirs. Don't don't get caught up in that. Um, they can't handle you being happy. They don't. They'll try to bring you down when you show that you're content. They're selfish. They only care about your feeling. I mean, not your feelings. They only care about their own feelings, their own opinions, what they want, what they need. Not really you. They keep track of your mistakes. So they'll be like, if you ask to go out and they're like no because remember you did this this and this or remember you when you were out five minutes late last time and you know your phone or you know just like random shit like that like you should not as a parent personally i feel like okay sidetrack i had this whole conversation with people at sat prep where we actually talked about how you need to have you should have a license in order to have a kid like you should you should be going through emotional intelligence courses because if that was a thing and people were actually aware of their own trauma and could completely like if this whole list was open to every single parent and they recognized these characteristics in themselves and they they changed i feel like our generation could have been a lot happier and i think our generation can like gen z as parents First of all, I don't think a lot of Gen Z is going to become parents, including myself, because we've seen this firsthand how it goes. But second of all, um, if we do become parents, we will actually change that narrative because we see these characteristics, like we know about it. So that's a whole thing. Anyway, sorry, that was a sidetrack. Um, they can't, you can't express how you feel. Um, they overreact on stuff this is so true i'll give you an example every time my room is messy like my closet is messy let's just say there's a couple things on the floor stuff like that i i'm not kidding when i say my mom will get so pissed she'll go into my closet and genuinely take stuff off the shelf when i'm not there so when i come back it looks extra messy and i'm forced to go and clean it that sounds crazy like that is crazy like i'm not gonna lie like that that's un that annoys me so hard but um that's a, an example of overreacting they expect the worst from you um also feel this in my personal experience when i ask oh when i when i do open up about like my personal life and i say like oh like i got into a fight with this friend they'll be like okay what did you do and when i say what i did was and i'm like it was not that bad or like like, in my defense, like, you know, when I say my side of the story and she goes, no, there's more, there's more to it. I know you, you've done worse. Like, like, girl, I did not do anything. Like, girl. <laughs> and the last one, which I think is the cream of the crop. They don't take blame. 
they will never apologize. I don't remember the last time either of my parents apologized for anything they did, for anything they did. Like they've seen, me, they've they've hurt my feelings. I don't remember the last time they apologized. And I think this is a very very common trait in parents. And you know, sometimes you could just say, "Oh, they're stubborn." No, because it it goes bad. Because then it teaches you as a child you should not take blame you should not apologize which is messed up which is messed up and as i've grown up i've learned to accept when i'm wrong i really do and i i like swallow my pride i'm like you know what it's crystal clear that i'm wrong and i'm sorry i should not have done this you know what i mean um but that takes hard work like if you don't have the example of someone doing that in your life you have to like become that person for yourself and it's it's difficult to do that alone anyway why am i talking about this why does this matter why did we just break down these 13 characteristics basically if you're a teenager like me um and you have a parent who expresses some of these characteristics maybe one two maybe the whole list maybe a few it's very hard to deal with it is very hard because your family is not people you can distance yourself from it's because you live with them you are legally obligated to live with them and you see them all the time and you have to communicate with them but um how do you deal with it how do you see the brighter end um personally something that works for me if you have a sibling sorry um i have an older sibling so um I try to use him for my benefit, you know what I mean? Like, try to get a sibling, try talking to a sibling about it because they can relate to it more than other people can um, because they also live with the same people. Um, and either they can be nice and go and talk to the parent or um, they could just sympathize with you and, you know, it could you could have, like, a relevant conversation with them. Um, if you don't have a sibling, you can go to a cousin. For me, my cousin is, like, my lifeline he's my best friend um whenever i have like arguments with my parents or just had a tough day when it comes to family and you know a lot of these characteristics are present and it you know it hurts um i talk to him about it um you could talk to friends about it you can write about it um if you don't like any of those you could always express your emotion in a healthy outlet um i'm just trying to think of healthy outlets for me it's writing it's it's singing it's this podcast it's listening to music it could be going on a run it could be painting it could be scribbling on a piece of paper just realizing that first of all emotions come and go you'll you won't feel it the whole time but if it's something that really really impacts you um making sure you have set distractions and routines to really like really really take yourself out of that like for some people when they have like toxic parents and it's like a really really bad situation and it's constant um getting really involved with your schoolwork which can go a really bad way to be honest if you put too much pressure on yourself for that and you're constantly drowned in schoolwork that's for a different podcast listen to my academic burnout one for that but um just setting like really and you have a valid excuse if they're like get out get out of your room like go do this you have a valid excuse of saying i have schoolwork so i have to study for a test or i have to do homework most of the times that works if it doesn't 
well, let's think of something else. Um, I don't know. So yeah, having distractions, having outlets, that's one way to get like to get away from it. Another one being um, realizing it's not you. You are not the problem, my love. It is not on you. You have to recognize that you are not the one to blame. You are not the problem. You are not the issue. You don't deserve to be treated like this. And I know it's very, very, very easy to listen to what they say about you and your whole worth. All of it is completely trickled down because, you know, you're like, my own parents are saying that I'm worthless. Like, what do I do? How do I deal with that? You, someone just recently said this to me, your parents' opinion can be equal to two strangers' opinions. You know what I mean? Because it, I kind of relate to that. Here, this is what it like means to me. Um, you can live with people and they have no clue what's going on in your life. And in most cases with toxic parents, that is the case. They have no clue what's going on in your life. Um, so they're technically strangers, even though you live with them because you don't really know each other. So what they say about you is the same as two people on the street talking crap about you. Who cares? There are two people on the street. Same thing goes with this. You have to realize you can't take this personally because A, they don't know what you're dealing with. B, you don't know what they're dealing with. Um, A lot of times, toxic parenting comes from unresolved childhood trauma. They treat you like this because they were treated like this. And that's why being aware of these things and learning to like and learning to stop taking these things personally and realizing that this is not who you are like their perception of you does not define who you are is um extremely important because then if you go and start if you go and decide to start your own family you can realize that you know i'm not going to treat them like this and you you know how to work through it you know how not to be a toxic parent because you recognize these signs so when it comes to toxic relatives you know aunts uncles cousins most of the time i could be wrong but most of the time you don't live with them but you can see them often um one way you could do that is just you know like at family gatherings and stuff really limiting your contact with them say hello for me it's saying salam you don't need to talk you if they want to talk to you a little be dry really be dry just say good yeah okay don't give them something to feed into sometimes they'll try and feed into it and they'll try to like say some unnecessary comments about that or i hate when they do this they comment about your weight or your physical appearance realize it's not you it's not you it's them if an older person is trying to make you feel bad about who you are or what you look like it is not you it's them and Another thing that helps me is whenever, like, whenever, like, my mom will, like, try and make me feel bad, you know what I mean? Um, She, like, you know, like, when we get into arguments, things get heated and she'll say something bad about me. For me, I look at it as you were a much older woman talking shit about a 16-year-old that's sad when you take the labels out of it and you really like something else that helps is taking the labels out of it ready you just have a much older man and a much older woman saying xyz about a child that's like comical how like messed up that is and 
you know, when you take the t- when you take the labels out of it, you're just like, damn, that's on them. Like it proves who they are, not you. So, and then just healing. That's that's one way to like really like deal with the situation by trying to change your view on it and learning to separate who you actually are versus how they perceive you to be. And another thing just being, you know, just healing. Go through it. Like a lot of what I grew up with has impacted my personal life as I grow up, like as I as I was a teenager and stuff. And a lot of my relationships I mean like friendships and stuff not just romantic ones have suffered because I kept toxic behavior around me because that's what I knew that's what I knew but um, once you recognize these characteristics um, and you learn how to change your view of dealing with it and you learn how to heal um, you recognize that you know toxic parents can't can't do shit to me they can't touch me so yeah that's hopefully this helped in any way um this is my experience with it and you know what i've seen and how i've dealt with all of this and like characteristics you should look out for and how to deal with it um yeah thank you so much for listening you are loved you are needed and you are more than enough bye